1: I, uh, the, 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 studio I'm building in the barn, my backyard. Yeah. I had something very sad happen. I was, I was tore up about it. They just put in spray foam insulation in the studio. Okay. They're gonna put like AC in it and stuff like that soon. I go inside. I was looking around. I was like, Oh my God, like, oh man. It's like really looking, or, you know, it's looking good here. There was a possum sealed into oh. the wall oh. 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 on the spray foam dead and i was like oh my god and i don't i don't do that shit well my wife is like the big like animal like i don't get like you know animals you know they have a purpose kind of deal and possums are just stupid it happens and i was like oh my god this yeah. poor and i went to the spray foam guy and i'm like how the fuck did this happen you mean you did he crawl in there like oh no he he was just peeking around but we were in a groove so they just sealed him in. <laughs> I was like, well, what were you gonna do? Well, we were gonna get him out I'm like, when?
2: <laughs> Bingo. My
1: name's Stretch. This is the last time you mess with Stretch.
2: <laughs> ah! Ah!
0: Fade. Ladies and gentlemen, folks of the world, we are back. Stretch and Fade is back in an exciting way. I'm gone from my five month excursion. You know, I've been defined as a bit of a yes man on this show or a yeah man. So you can, Ow. you could, um, in that I've just said yes while you've told stories and then just let you go.
1: Is that what you actually think? Because that's not true.
0: No, 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 no. People have just said, "Noel, uh, the type of guy to be like, yeah." While someone tells a story, hoping they finish, and then they never finish.
1: Oh well, that's yeah, that's unfortunate because I'm, I'm a rambler, so I ramble, and I think it only gives you the opportunity to say, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> 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 We're back, um, ladies and gentlemen. What I'm already so excited. You know how excited I was today. I was like, "Wait, wait." My my my, my buddy Harry told me he's like, "Hey, by the way, you have a uh, you have a call." You're going to record what you're going to record with Noel. Yeah. And I thought to my, I said, oh, my God, something because you had a big thing happen to you recently as well. And I wanted to talk about that because I'm very excited.
0: (laughs) Oh, did I remind me? What was that big thing? Your tour ended. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Your tour ended. It's finally it's finally done. He's home. I'm home. Daddy's home.
1: home. That's home. your,
0: Your autofocus
1: is going crazy every time you shift around. Dude, I'm glad. I hope, honestly, I hope that we have people that have epilepsy that watch this and they get, <laughs> they seize out. Dude, Yo, can I'm I, hoping. I'm hoping that if you're watching this, and you have epilepsy. I hope, that, I hope that you have a fucking seizure.
0: i nice. that. Yeah, you like that? I'm I'm home from the excursion. I'm home from the tour. Thanks for bringing it up, man. I'm excited. Can I, can I tell you uh, just a brief story that I genuinely wished you were there to experience? I I, I feel would this would have. Uh, for lack of a better word, titillated you in a way. I would
1: have been titillated.
0: Yeah, literally and uh, mentally. So we're all, it's the last night that we're kind of all together on the tour. Mm. It's me, Alina, um, my videographer Chris, his girlfriend, Alex, my producer, um, my tour manager Tom. We're all just hanging. We're in Portugal. Mm. We're just sitting out by this statue, just you know sharing a, a a a little joint looking out onto the dark sea case and as the night is winding down two things happen one this guy who is wasted out of his mind tatted up walks up to us and he's he goes i'm very drunk i don't know you mm. but i just have to say something and then i'm going to go away can i do that and we're like yeah sure so then he starts going on to this rant about how people take themselves too seriously and how he works in a customer service job and people need to take themselves less seriously because it's making the world a, a worse place. And true. to be honest, the conviction this guy had for a moment, he drew us all in to this kind of actual genuine moment where we're kind of hearing him out like, yeah, you know what, man, that is kind of true. Yeah. And then at the end, he goes, thank you for listening. I will fuck off now because I'm annoying. And at the end of this night, still no pussy. And then we go, wait, what? And then he takes a few steps and he turns to us and he goes, the story of my life. And then he walks away. He was like a hot, depressing Borat. And then not even fucking five minutes after that, we look across the, the road and a fucking lady in a bra, a thong, And sneakers, Mm. not even minutes after this man goes on this whole thing about, like, I get no pussy. It was, like, this kind of, like, weak, ironic thing where just immediately after that, a naked woman walks out into the street. Mm. And she just starts approaching random dudes in front of us. And she's kind of, like, pulling up the side of her thong and then dropping it down as if to, you know, I'm going to get fully naked now. Yeah. And, oh, man, The, the amount of just random dudes in the street just rolling up to her, just, just, hey, how you doing? And in that moment, I was just really wishing you were sitting next to me just so I could hear your voice go, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> I would have probably went up and asked for a number. <laughs> I, I would have been a gentleman about it. How does it, the... feel, how does it feel actually being done with your tour, though?
0: Um, genuinely, I thanks for asking, man. You know, you're, you're one of the few people that asked me these legitimate questions and I always buy in. And then I know at the end of this, I'm going to get some snarky sarcastic.
1: You're already planning your next bit. No, I, unironically, I was going to okay, say, cause okay. I wanted to bring it up. I, I was sitting there talking to my wife the other day and I was like, it's so impressive what that he is able to do all the things he does, but then also like managed a fucking two or three year long tour. <laughs> <laughs> went, like, toured all over the world and stuff like that. His set only got better. And I was just proud. I was very proud as a friend, as a person that I've grown oh, to know. And I'm like, this is, it was, it was very, uh, it's like, it makes you want to strive to do more or something. You know what I mean? I feel like oh, I don't man. actively pro, I don't proactively do enough or I don't actively like, uh, go out of my way to, cause I don't, even just the aspect of performing live and not only performing live, but like, uh, premeditated, like written performance thing, which maybe sometimes it doesn't land. You have to like adjust it. And then it's like, mm. then especially when you go overseas, it's like fucking language barriers and stuff like that. It's just, uh, it's very admirable. I just, I just thought to myself, I wanted to pay homage to a man that I respect and say, I I thought it was, I'm very proud.
0: Oh man. Thank you. That, um that honestly means a lot. Yeah. And there's, there's no funny, Bit or quip after that? Not no, no, not at all.
1: I, unironically, un- am extremely proud of you, and I think, and I think nice, at the same man. time too, I think, uh, I think that uh, your career is only going to—it's just—it's just starting now, and it's exciting to see the precipice of what it is. I personally, I think you know maybe. I mean, you know, you're, this isn't—you're not Iron Maiden in 1985, so you probably don't have to do a three-year world tour. That doesn't <laughs> probably have to happen. But the fact that you did it was pretty, was was in pretty fucking amazing. And I know you, and I know that like you're still gonna fly out and do stuff every once in a while, yeah. weekends and stuff. But selfishly, I'm just glad that my dad's home and that <laughs> I get to, and that and that we're 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 moving a little closer to yeah. hanging out more because I've. I was like, every time I go to LA, I'm like, Hey man, you in town? No, I'm in, I'm in Russia. And I'm like, Oh, okay. All all good. And I'm just like the little, I'm the battered housewife. that just wants her husband to come home for, for supper from from war, you know,
0: from war, from war. Yeah. Cause I'm out there standing up for free speech, man.
1: That's true. Yeah. (laughs) If you're offended by this set, there's the door. Noah Miller holds no bar.
2: No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code program.
0: Oh, man. Well, dude, th- thanks again for that, honestly, me- meaningful, uh, I don't know. Uh, that just, yeah, that means a lot, dude. Yeah.
1: Well, I hope yeah, I hope it does uh, sink in and stuff. You should be super stoked on it, man. That's a fucking feat. And especially it's like, you know, it isn't like it's, it's not like it's, uh, actually over but i think it's something that you should definitely take time to appreciate and stuff i'm not no, no, probably right. probably have tons of people hitting you up about it but no I don't it is actually I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> well, say, well just know you absolutely uh yeah you should man even yeah, just stuff should. too it's even cool just seeing you on uh, schultz's podcast and stuff that's like you know those are those are people who that's their fucking full-time thing is stand up and shit and yeah it's just it's it's a very cool evolution. You don't get to see people evolve and become um, evolve into different facets of like career defining things. So it's cool. Thanks. It's very very cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got. Um, I'm finalizing the cut of the special, mm. um, and so yeah, it'll. Now you're right. I mean, it it it's such a weird thing. When I got back, I had like a couple days. To just kind of like catch up and then it just felt like work just like picked up again mm-hmm. and it doesn't it didn't feel like there was any moment to go oh damn i did that thing so i think the cool part about the special i think watching it back is it it forced me to acknowledge oh man this was you know a long time and mm-hmm. it made me think about where it was to where it is now so well yeah, yeah even just the
1: fucking i mean i've seen your show twice now and even how the jokes even if in the slightest way are restructured, it's that's mm-hmm. from your perspective of who knows even like when those jokes were first conceived or whatever, yeah, from where they started to where they ended up, like on, f- like f- like uh, uh, etched in stone, whatever in your special, like that yeah. that must be crazy, and that's must where you actually see the fucking like holy fuck this has been a yeah. long time, yeah, yeah,
0: I think I don't you know I don't want to harp on it too much, but I I do think. The next time around, what I'll probably end up doing is I'll probably go through clubs in America and I think I'll actually go to Europe first and then I would come back to the States because going to Europe and when you're like going to these different areas where there is language barrier or there is whatever and you can't make assumptions anymore, Mm. I think that definitely was like a, a... a nice way to i don't know like evolve just individually like my own writing where you're go- and, and i think we talked about this a little bit but i think yeah. that's the one thing that's um interesting and hard about like creativity is uh you kind of make assumptions about your audience and i think as americans we can make a lot of assumptions i i know like i think when you look at American memes and, and how they can be really meta and have like 20 fucking references baked into something and mm-hmm. that whole bit about like explain this to someone in 1800. Um, I think there there is still, I don't know, I, I think there's still this weird inside baseball. This is really to any creative, like depending on where you're from, but I don't know why American humor feels like it has especially a lot more assumptions baked into it. So I think it was cool to kind of have to like look in the mirror and go, Oh damn, how do I actually make this interesting to someone who doesn't really, this doesn't resonate at all. Um, I thought that was like just a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, having a, having a joke that's tailor specific to like a certain audience and then finding a way to make it, a little more universal i think just makes the joke a little more impactful and a little more widespread to where yeah it can uh, like read and you know which you know you can have like super specific weird niche jokes and stuff like that but i know what you mean like it's like i feel like the european side of things from whatever you were telling me seems like the fucking ultimate training ground for like oh does this thing how does this you know is it actually working is it reading so just yeah
0: it was cool hearing about that well dude let me, uh, let me, let me, bl- let me
1: blow you for a second.
0: Can I, can I, can I just go down on you for a second?
1: No, <laughs> no, you can't. Because I, 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 cause I don't, uh, don't want that to happen. I don't know how to say it. Uh,
0: yeah. But- no, I was, I was going to say, um, how, how are you liking working on this recurring character? Because you were you were very hype, but oh, putting, putting out old Mel. Boo! Come on, no give me boo. Why? No, no,
1: no, 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 no,
0: no, 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 You, no, 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 no. you just made a plushie.
1: I did. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I haven't seen the Little Mermaid yet. <laughs> oh, stop it! Why are you avoiding and it's got me? Why are, it's gotten me sad. Why are you avoiding this? Why are you avoiding this? I'm in this weird Temeculous, I mean, I'm always in it, I, I always look at my stuff with the worst possible lens and stuff, I mean, it's just, it's what I've done, I think like the biggest fucking, the biggest thing I have, which, it, God, this is a fucking therapy podcast, this is a yeah. fucking comedy podcast, I I just, I don't like my stuff, I, I, I don't know, I I empathize it's with whatever. that, but
0: I, I I mean it more like okay maybe maybe you <clears throat> struggle to appreciate your own work, but what I'm a, I guess what I'm asking is, do you like at least the ability to sink your teeth into something that feels like longer, rather than okay that's out restart are yeah are you, um are you liking like having like like when you're going to creative like at least like a baseline platform to be like okay we can start here every time.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um interesting. I don't know. It's been a very odd uh perplexing thing of like I feel like I don't have a gut reaction anymore. Like I don't really I don't really find like enjoyment out of what I'm making and stuff and I don't feel like I'm like Pushing myself to do creative um, Hmm. and interesting things at the moment, and I think because of that, I think it's just I I do a lot of introspecting and I I try to solve these clues because I feel like I'm at this place where like I want to make something I just don't have anything that I really feel passionate about or I don't really not even necessarily have to say because I don't think everything that people make has to have some meaningful yeah like empowering meaning or something but. I just uh it's just disappointing. It's like uh I just don't uh the well is the well is dry and I am trying to find new creative ways to do stuff. But yeah. I don't know. Everything I do I just uh I don't know. I look back on my work and it's just piss poor and I would love if this stuff was cut from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not no. good at I, I'm not good at talking about it. it's just it's gonna be a big Stupid pity party thing, and I don't want to uh, put that out there because I'm just right. going to sound like a fucking idiot.
0: No, that's fine. It's fine. You need to. Um, we can move on. But I think you're. I think you're being real hard on yourself, brother. And I think, um, you you have to take a moment and realize maybe you don't want to like use the words like I'm doing a good job. But I think you have to at least appreciate this massive like undertaking that you go through every three to four weeks. I mean, it is, it is probably like one of the most difficult mediums and forms of uh, creativity that you can take on and for like how long you've done it and how successful you've been at it and how frequently you can do it. I think in your position, any norm, like I think it's normal to feel burnt, but I think to the rest of the people watching what you do, man, I think there's a whole lot of appreciation and respect for it. So, you know, don't get lost in, in
1: yourself, man. Appreciate yourself. I will try not to, I will, (laughs) I will try not to get lost
2: dude.
0: (laughs) you know what I need to do. I need to just fly out to Casey and we just need to blow up a couple cars.
1: I don't even know what I need. I like, Uh, I, have you ever blown up a car? Yeah, yeah. I've shot at cars. I've, we got to blow up cars. See,
0: uh, no. Let's let's talk about this because that's the fucking jealousy I have of anyone who comes from the Midwest. You guys get to do Michael Bay stuff growing up. You know, yeah. I saw a TikTok the other day of these dudes, and you know it was just like a classic, like the boys just giggling at something, mm. and they had a propane tank just sitting out in a fucking field, and they're just giggling, shooting
1: at it. They're like yo, hit that thing, man! Hit that. That's the sad. That's the sad reality too. When you find out that a piece of the fucking shrapnel blows up and then like fucking hits the guy in the head and then he dies, and <laughs> that's that, that. That's that's typically how some of these things go. Where uh, yeah, I'm sure it's uh yeah, but no, it is. It's it's yeah, just very low IQ kind of <laughs> dumb shit. That is fun. I mean, I you know who doesn't like to see an explosion? But um, yeah, dudes, nice. you. All right,
0: so what what car have you blown up? Because as someone who did not get to do this growing up, I'm
1: extremely jealous of this. Blew up a uh the car I had. I always reference it because it was like one of the first cars I had. It was a 1993 Toyota Paseo. <laughs> <laughs> blew blew it up. Blew it up. It did uh It didn't flip or anything, but it did do like a nice little ollie. It ollied itself, and then uh it had a big like explosion. I forgot what this stuff is called though. T- it's it? like. It might have been that, yeah. Tannerite, yeah. Because, yeah, that was like a pretty standard thing. I think you can just buy it, too. Yeah, you can just buy a Tannerite. So, it was doing that, but my dad, I think my dad shot it with like, I want to say it was just like a deer rifle or something. And then like after it blew up, you're like, whoa! And then you just shoot at the car or whatever. (laughs) I think it might even still be in the same fucking like pasture or whatever that we put it in. It was kind of by like a, like a, like a dump like a dumping ground it wasn't necessarily like it wasn't like a a landfill but it was just like a guy who had like a bunch of just shit like just a bunch of like trash basically in his yard i i'm
0: so enamored by this man i get so jealous i remember the first i used to work with this girl from louisville and she was like she was telling me about redneck activities and she was explaining to me how she was a redneck and how she hated los angeles She's like, there's nothing to do out here. I'm like, well, what would you do back home? she go, we just go mudding. <laughs> I'm like, just oh? go mudding? Yeah, she's like, we just go mudding. I'm like, what's that mean? She's like, you just a four-wheeler out there. You just, you
1: just go out there in the mud. It's true. I was always, there are a lot of uh, muddy trucks back in the day. Hey, I, I I, don't, I, I liked, I liked high school and I liked school. I fucking hated the redneck kids that went to my school though, <laughs> because they were all like they would all have like Confederate flags and stuff on their, uh, nice on on their vehicles and stuff. Which back then the discussion wasn't had of like you know this is yeah. wrong or whatever, but I, it was still perplexing because then they would roll in and they were listening to like Ti, and like Wiz Khalifa <laughs> and you're like I don't understand. It's like the it's a very perplexing like. What, like, what, what, it, like, what, what are you, what are you, what do you believe? Like, I don't, understand. Yeah, what, yeah. What, who who do you fight for kind yeah, of thing? Yeah. And yeah, uh, it was always, it was always just very odd. And like, usually every one of those guys too, their parents are usually pretty well off. Lifted trucks and stuff. Yeah. There's this guy, oh my God. There's this guy that went to my high school. I won't say his name, but. Kid Rock? It was Kid Rock, yeah. He shot all those Dylan Levaney <laughs> Bud Light cans. <laughs> and i was like what what are you up to uh he uh this kid from my school his parents are super wealthy um and he had this like in high school had like a 70,000 truck or what like something crazy and something i got regular. to i got to look him up or i was meeting with a friend cuz i moved back near my hometown and i was talking with one of my buddies and i was like do you know what he does anymore and he's like oh yeah and he runs like an Andrew Tate kind of like podcast now with him and this dude in their uh, in this basement of like his like house that he lives in now, and it was just a it was like a full circle like uh, what else could I have expected from this person yeah. like th- that kind of character for my school yeah,
0: dude just had no time with his father so he's just emulating bald man online
1: just talking about like real estate. Who the fuck, it's weird, It's I don't understand the the idea of people being like, I'm just talking about like, I'm trying to think about any other shows that talk about like, real estate in that way, where it's like, who the fuck are you, who cares what you have to say about like,
2: <laughs> you gotta get in on the market right now, man, like yeah, the interest rates are high,
1: and it's like, okay, yeah, thank you stranger, I might, I, I like to imagine one guy who does stumble across it. And he just takes every word of advice that this fucking kid that I went to school with. Oh, <laughs> bro. Like, bro. I mean, the, yeah.
0: The uh, the amount of dudes like this that my dad has kind of come across and just met and looked up online. I, I've, I've had a handful of conversations with him where he's like, yeah, I found this guy online. He says this and that about the market. And I've always been like, who the fuck
1: is this guy? <laughs> who is he? I want to know. My dad, and my uh, my dad, always be like, "Yeah, I guess you're right." Who the fuck is <laughs> I? Uh, the 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 studio I'm building in the barn, my backyard. Yeah, I had something very sad happen. I was I was tore up about it. They just put in spray foam insulation in the studio. Okay, They're gonna put like AC in it and stuff like that soon. I go inside. I was looking around. I was like, "Oh, my like, god oh, man, it's like really looking, or, you know, it's looking good here." There was a possum sealed into the oh. wall on oh. 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 the spray foam dead and i was like oh my god and i don't i don't do that shit well my wife is like the big like animal like i don't get like you know animals you know they have a purpose kind of deal and possums are just stupid it happens and i was like oh my god this yeah. poor and i went to the spray foam guy and i'm like how the fuck did this happen you mean you did he crawl in there like oh no he he was just peeking around but we were in a groove so they just sealed him in. <laughs> I was like, well, what were you going to do? Well, we were going to get him out. And I'm like, when? That thing is like scolding hot. That spray foam insulation is hot. I mean, like, so he just died like instantly. And they're like, oh, well, we were going to go over and then we were going to get him out and then just patch it. And I'm like, could you just have not have just like scold, like scurried him out? So I went up there today and uh, sure enough, the possum was gone. And I was like, well, I wonder where they put it. They just put it in my dumpster. So there's a dead,
0: like just like Han roasted Solo in there?
1: Yeah. Literally froze. Just like chunks of like just spray foam all around him. Looks like fucking Han Solo. Just like frozen in
0: there. Yeah. yeah. Wait,
1: hold so, on. Hold on. <laughs> Can
0: we just take a minute to acknowledge the fun irony about in a
1: groove? In a groove? Yeah. Just oh yeah. Him being like that is Oh, fun. we're
0: just in a groove. It's like yeah, that gets him too.
1: Fuck. Yeah, it was... Uh, it's one of those things too where you really feel... You really realize how much of like... People can... Like, it, it makes sense how people are like murderers and stuff. How people just like believe and they don't like to... No one likes confrontation because of my mind and my heart and my small little heart. I was like, <laughs> well, why Why did you have to do that to him? Yeah. He's just an innocent guy walking around here. Yeah. But then they're like, well, it's just we are in a groove. But not wanting to like have any conflict. I was like, "Oh, okay." You know what I mean? Sorry are, like are you saying yeah. that
0: as the spray foam guy, they just don't want to deal like with their decision? Or are you just saying they just want to get the job? Done?
1: I just mean like I think that they don't care. I yeah. just mean I think that like I can see how people like people don't speak up on these things because people don't want the confrontation of those things. because oh, yeah, I wanted yeah. to be, I wanted to be like, oh my God, what? Well just well, what the fuck is your guys' problem? Yeah. You just incinerated this possum for no reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's just chilling here. Uh, but instead of saying that, I just was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, sounds good. He, yeah, he, I get it. You guys are in a groove. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm like, <laughs> but then I like walk back. I'm like borderline fucking like tearing up, like thinking about this. Fucking like a little possum just getting disintegrated Dude. by this fucking spray foam.
0: So, similar thing. So, we would get, um, uh, we get, a uh, little, little groundhogs. And, you know, we don't have a crazy big lawn, but we just had a little one. And they kind of kept digging up holes when we first moved there. And, uh, you know, we thought, okay, maybe we should, we should get them out of there. So, we call a guy to set a trap. And Alina's handling it. She's like, okay, guys, gonna come by, set a trap. You know this and that, and then uh, the guy sets the trap. We wait a few days. We hadn't seen any holes, and then Alina goes, "When do you think they're gonna come get the get the trap so they can get the possums out?" And I said, "What do you mean?" Uh, or actually, no, she was saying this to her stepdad, I think, and he goes, "What do you mean?" And then she's like, "Well, you know, they they trap the possums, like they the like they, you know, they gotta release them, right?" And then he was like, "Oh, nah, nah, then they're just there now."
1: They're just gonna live there forever now.
0: They just they're gonna become fertilizer.
1: It's okay, sweetheart.
0: Don't worry. <laughs> no, man, it took Alina like at least a week to come to terms with that. She couldn't like she walking past the front yard, she's like, I can't, I can't. I just I didn't know that they were gonna become <laughs> I had no idea. They were gonna become the fertilizer. But I see that's where I when you're saying this, I'm laughing because me and her or like her dad, we were like the spray foam guy. You know, well, yeah. like,
1: oh, we're just we're in this, this is in the groove, you know, just it is what it is. I put too much I put too much uh, humanity into anything, though. I think yeah. it's probably a little bit of autism. I think it's probably <laughs> a little bit of whatever. But like, like the other like, I can't like I'll, I like look at a pencil and try to like, throw away a pencil. And I'll think about like, well, is this pencil going to just be alone in this bag kind of thing? It's like a very <laughs> no, unhealthy you're, fucking you're lying. Are you kidding me? No, an like it's an like, like weird thing. Not like it inhibits me. Like I don't mean, I'll do it, but I just those thing, those thoughts happen. Yeah. Where I'll sit there and I'll like, like let's say there's a six pack of like Coke in the fridge, mm-hmm.
0: okay,
1: and they're positioned two in a row, two, three rows, right? So one, two, one, two, one, two. I grab the front one, and let's say you know I, I'm like grabbing it, and I'm like, well, I think to myself, well, wouldn't the guy in the back want to get grabbed first? <laughs> So I will go of my way and I'll grab the one on the back because I'm like, oh, you get you get to get picked first. And I th- like it's like weird shit like that. I, I've done that ever since I was a kid. And it has to be that has to be some kind of autism. I don't know what kind of autism it is, but there's some kind of spectrum involved with that. I don't know how. Can can we get someone
0: who also uh, humanizes their soda to kind of. You know, I don't know why and it, it,
1: it's it's something, though, that will legitimately it'll it'll like twist my mood like it's not like it like I'm it'll stop me in my tracks. But it's definitely something where I'm like, it, 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 it fucks me up sometimes. Like I'll sit there and I'll like think about it, I'll be like laying in bed or whatever, and I'll just be like, I really should have just grabbed the one in the back. I should have grabbed the one in the back earlier. And it's like that kind of thing. Like it, it lingers with me and I don't feel good about it. But that is what that that's what happens and I, it's it's over anything though it's over fucking anything
0: dude i'm just like, gonna start sending you pictures
1: of soda cans alone in my fridge and that's fine <laughs> i think i don't know why, because sometimes it's like you don't even you don't even think about it. you open it you pop something you grab it it's just like sometimes i just get frozen with these choices and like like a like a weird emotional shit where i'm sitting there and like like what was it the other day um I was like, we have, um, we have like a crab apple tree or something. You know, you know what crab up apples are? No. They're, I don't even know, I really know what the fuck they are either. They're just called crab apples. It's like these fucking just weird shit that falls from your trees onto the ground. Yeah. And there was, they they're usually are like littered over your yard and stuff just because they drop from the tree whenever they get heavy enough. And they're just full of like seeds. I think that's, I don't know. But there was two of them. They're, like, big and lumpy, and they're green. Okay. And I sat there, and I was, like, looking at one for a while, and I was, like, this thing is fucking crazy. It's, like, all lumpy. It looks like it has warts all over it. And I was, like, really looking at it, and I was, like, it's insane that this thing, like, bubbles over time. But I was holding it so long, and I felt bad for the one that was on the ground for so long. So I picked both of them up as if so, like, the other one wouldn't feel bad. And I don't know why. And it's not (laughs) like I'm, like, oh, and I'm, like, babying it, but it's just, like, a weird, like... We're thinking of me just picking it up and just like I'll hold it. I don't really. It's just a, it's like an a, an innate reaction, and I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I think it, I think it might it had it probably has some. I feel like I'm. I feel like if I did a, a, a like a chart, I would have like narcissism, and I would have like a, I'd be a sociopath or something like that. Like I'm a fucking serial killer.
0: What? Why don't we? You know? Why don't we do an episode with a
1: therapist where we find out? We should that, or we should even just do a uh, we should just do an online test or something like that, like a narcissist personality. Yeah, yeah, an yeah, like yeah. NCD test. A yeah,
0: yeah, I'm I'm into that. I've done it once. I didn't score that high.
1: Really? I thought I'd like be. High I think I would go if I answered honestly. I feel like it'd be through the charts. I don't feel good about it, but I think I would be <laughs> That's a narcissist. The next
0: episode, dude. Thank you.
1: We could. I would be. I would absolutely go to or just yeah, even yeah, an online test. I'd do an online test.
0: Now there's plenty of online tests. Now here's the thing: if you score high, this is the true
1: narcissist. Like, mm. you know, would you be proud of your score? I don't even think I know how to process it. I don't, I don't. I don't think I would know the weight of it. In a way, probably I'd be pretty proud. You're good at you're good at something. You know what I mean? You're good at you're you're. <laughs> you know, I didn't get a lot of medals growing up, so this is at least something I get to. Uh, you know. It's a, it's a it's a win in a way. I mean, it's a loss at the same time, but it's, no, a, you no, know, I no. can't control it. Hey, on the subject. Can narcissists of- control it, or are you just kind of born with that mental thing? You know what I mean? Uh, you can, like,
0: narcissism can happen. Uh, By choice? It, no, there's like a good book.
1: Um, it's like, uh, uh, I think it's like. It's a, there's a good book. What are you, you're going to tell me you're reading fucking psychology no, 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 no books? It's,
0: yeah, no, it's like one of the few books I've read recently. Um, it's like uh, I've read recently. Oh, when's the last time you actually do you read a lot? You don't read not a lot, but in the last like year, I'd say I read more than um. Uh, well, you're having a hard time thinking of the name of this thing. This is so fresh. <coughs> it's in my to. it's in my side table. No, it's been a minute since I read it. Um, Noah Miller, P- D over here. Yeah, it's like
1: uh, <laughs> it's a Doctor Phil's take on. <laughs> it's like a Doctor Phil book. I think it's like it was a, in the O Club. The book club. Yeah,
0: yeah. Adult children of emotionally immature parents. It's a uh, such a fucking mouthful. But basically, it talks about how if you have parents that are emotionally immature, they can unintentionally affect narcissism onto a child. Because, I can
1: see that. So, like, a, I like my, a, I could see my mother being emotionally mature. I could see my father. I think that that's my <laughs> product.
0: Yeah. So, like a like a simple version of that or simple example is. A child may become narcissistic because their parents always blame them for things being
1: wrong, so they start mm. to think the world revolves around them from a young age where it's like oh well clearly i didn't i I didn't talk to my dad very much, and my mom loved me a lot, so I don't think that one would work um yeah i mean there's what's like, another, what's another one
0: um, i think uh there's like a there's like a weird one where um your parent. Like your accomplishments are like, are their accomplishments? That's my mom. Yeah. So it's like, you know, um, it's like, it's like, uh, it's your birthday. And then this is more of like a traditional narcissistic parent. I believe where it's like, Oh, it's your birthday. And they throw this big ass party, but it's not because they want to celebrate you. It's because they want to show their friends. Look at this big party I threw. And oh, I think yeah. th- and I hey, think hey. kind of through that behavior maybe you learn like oh that's what a regular person does. So you kind of see.
1: Yeah, no, I, that didn't happen either. My mom spoiled me. I definitely had my own party.
0: I mean, then maybe maybe you know, you got a little bit of that narc because uh you she you're her <laughs> special
1: boy. Maybe I'm just a bad person. You ever think about that? I sometimes think about that. I you sometimes I feel like some people don't realize they're a bad person until it's just one day you just you're completely faced with it.
0: Maybe, but we're gonna find out when you take this quiz. Hold on, let's you know. Just speaking of uh, feelings, let's talk about my white girl metal anthem. Did you listen oh. to it?
1: Uh, yes, but it's been a while, so not, it's not like it's it's not in my core, like you know, new memory thing. But I did listen to it. So you so, you texted me and you said this has been this has been my jam lately, or like on repeat lately. Is yeah, is is by uh.
0: A guy named Red Revision. The song is called "Tainted." (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's it's such a man. When you when you text me saying uh, we all got to have a white girl anthem, Mm -hmm. I was like, see? I was like struggling to describe it. I'm like, "This is that for me."
1: Yeah, I think everybody does. I wonder what white girls have then. White girls obviously like their white girl anthems, but I feel like I wonder if like every white girl loves. I think the, the safe bet would be opposite. T-Swift. Sure, sure. I guess, I mean, like, polar opposite. Like, every white girl has one black metal song that they would like. Uh, something like that. Uh, I wonder... I, I'm trying to think about, like, what that would be. Bro. But I, I I feel like rap is too... It's, like, pop culture now. So I'm trying to think of something like, what's your... What would be your, like, guilty... Pleasure. Maybe every girl likes a, like, divorced dad rock song. That's yeah, which also yeah, yeah. My... No, I,
0: I know what you're saying. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> yeah. this is actually... This would be a hilarious video, like uh goddamn, yeah, just, you know, Utah Mormon white girl. And it's like, hi, I'm Cindy. I'm a student at Brigham Young University.
1: Mm, BYU. BYU. And I love black metal. I'm looking for a husband, (laughs) is what she would say first. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm looking for a husband. Let's be clear. (laughs) I'm looking to have a husband so I can have sex immediately. But I will commit. I will, will, commit, I will commit right away. Which is why I was like, if if there was any of our dirty dog who was a real narcissist, fucking piece of shit, they would pretend that they're Mormon and they would sneak around and have crazy sex up there. I love you, baby. <laughs> that would be insane. I think that happened at BYU. There's a lot of crazy shit that happens at BYU. BYU is a scary place. If, we're, if we have any, if we have any listeners that are thinking about going to BYU, even if you're Mormon, just go somewhere else. Go to DeVry. What What do you know about BYU? I don't. I don't know much. They sweep a lot of things, which I mean, probably a lot of colleges do this, but there was like, there's been plenty instances of like, because I mean, you have to like, you have, you have to be Mormon to go there. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm, I'm ad-libbing by this point. No, but there's been Start a rumor. Go ahead. Okay. I will. I'm actually, everything I say is facts. The, uh, (laughs) you, there's like a dress code in a way, not, no, not, not dress code, but there's like hours that you're allowed to be out yeah. They still people have to follow like a code of conduct in a way. Does I don't think it's necessarily the school enforces it, but it's like this is what we expect. Yeah. of you. But the problem is that you go to BYU, right? And there's all these fucking Mormon kids everywhere, which that has nothing to do. You can be Mormon and believe whatever you want to believe. But the problem is when you're 19 years old, right? Oh, I just moved here. I'm from da- I'm from Dayton, Ohio. Yep. My name's Chase. I'm from Dayton, Ohio. I'm six foot six. I've never masturbated once. Yeah. I'm a devout Mormon man. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you are out on your own, whatever. A lot of crazy sexual assault stuff tends to happen because they're like, I'm I'm popped up on stuff. And then from what I've seen, the school, from what I've seen, from what I've like read and stuff, the school has swept under that. Or they kind of have like, well, I mean, she was wearing a skirt actually if anything to let me, oh are you still here yeah she's here are the how's this episode been i feel like ever since the, that part with i completely mentally unfolded i would love to i would <laughs> yeah, love you to did, but it's so funny i just anytime someone talks about what i do for work or like what i do for like hunter you should be proud of yourself i fold in on myself because i i hate myself I don't, I have no respect for myself. And then it throws me through a weird, like, tangent in my mind where I'm just like, oh my God. And I roll around like a fucking, yeah, but even,
0: even if that's, you feel like that's corny or, or whatever, or like goofy, I think, I don't think it's anything we need to even cut out of here because I think that's probably the most human thing you could be. And it's probably a good thing that you don't think your (laughs) shit sucks. Like,
1: it's, it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard because, um, at the end of the day, this, this podcast should be something that is entertaining and stuff. And I, 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 I think that like, it's hard to find this, the place of like, I think that it's great to be honest with people. And I respect people that are honest with um their audience and stuff. I really respect that at the same time though. I hate the idea of like the power dynamic that like people that are behind the camera getting recorded, get to have this grand stage for any of their problems that they're having to then feel like people need to f- like reciprocate those issues or like, feel like it in a way it feels like self-maspiratory or something like that. And I don't ever want to come off that way, but it is a dance that I struggle with a lot because a lot of times I'm very frustrated with my creative output or what I, how, how I, because I, you know, you don't have to like my stuff or anything, but sometimes I wish that as a whole, the audience that I have wasn't just numbers or analytics. It was like something that I could like walk up to somebody and be like, fuck man, I just don't got it right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And have that kind of relationship. But at the same time, if I, if I ever saw somebody being like, man, it's just been kind of, it's been a bit rough. But we're going to hit what we're going to rehash it and see what's up. I'd be like, why the fuck did you tell me this? Why? You know what I mean? Like, why? Who gives? Who, who who is honestly losing sleep over you not uploading is how I see which when you're in the driver's seat, it's a completely different fucking, you know, story. Yeah, because it, you're, you're it's a it's hell. Like I since I've moved and stuff, I haven't I haven't uploaded in a month. That has never happened in four years that I've been doing.
0: Yeah, with but- Crazy. Dude. But I I, I would say then that makes this conversation actually interesting because...
1: It it, it makes it interesting if people can just comment and be like, you know what? Hey, grow the fuck up. (laughs) And guess what? Guess what? Your fucking little cartoons... Who cares? Make them when you feel like it. (laughs) And then how about you say a fucking joke or two so I can... So I can drive to the store and back at, in peace, or I'll just put on another podcast. That's how it fucking you know. And I and I completely agree. I completely agree.
0: I hear you, man, but I don't think people are that one dimensional. I think
1: no, people are too nice. People are too nice, but at the same time, it's not it's not their job to listen to that kind of shit. Yeah, that's fair. That's the biggest thing, but you know. I don't think you I think that, that it, and I don't want that kind of transactional relationship with. Even these viewers, because I'll tell you something too, dude. We have pretty fucking awesome reoccurring people that show up and stuff. Oh yeah, I look at I look at all the comments and stuff like that, and also like the same people kind of come in and comment. And I would rather have a kind of relationship where it's just like them commenting and feeling like they're a part of our stories and stuff like that, and not a part of uh, whatever kind of shit I got going on in my life. Yes, yeah, unless fair, man. unless we had sex. If me and you ever had sex, they would have <laughs> to be they would be in the middle of
0: that. You heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Hunter will sleep with the fans. No, so. no,
1: no, I will sleep with Noel. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, we're See, working but, up to that, buddy. Let's. let's. That was <laughs> that. That that honestly, it was a joke, but it came off kind of you know like that was a real thing, <laughs> and I, I apologize. Because <laughs> I, like, I, I, I don't think I can handle right. you, man. I don't. You I don't think I. I don't, I don't you, think buddy. I can. Handle there's you. nothing. There's nothing special here, buddy. You can handle it. <laughs> Be like, uh yeah, just a little, just a, just a little, a little peeky boo surprise. That's about it. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be nice. I'd, yeah. <laughs> I, what are we saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what happens. when You get vulnerable with the
0: boys, man. You just want to, you know, kind of, kind of calculate how you could have sex with the boys, you know. Probably, you, I could see that. Well, that'd be
1: very. That'd be very suspicious, though. Well, hey,
0: if somebody, if somebody hey. We're just not gonna skip look, you're allowed to be a little sad online sometimes, I think. I think that's permitted, dude. Uh just every now every now and then, I think it's okay. I think it's all right. But I hear you know, you don't want to make it your thing where you're like, Good morning, everyone. I feel bad again. And everyone's like, We all
1: feel bad, dude. <laughs> that would be <laughs> that, that would I'd I, I ironically, I'd watch that. Also, I want to let you know that whenever you said that, my camera did die. So so so, there is no video right now. to My voice and I, you will see in the footage. I did not touch my camera; it, it shut off. So I apologize for that. It's happened twice now. I don't know why my camera gets really hot whenever it's recording. I don't know why. This is like a strong like redo, right? This is this is a oh. this is a this is a, this is a, sh- a fun redo that I no, it's come not, back dude. No, it's the, not. The, the the the. I mean, my video files corrupted.
0: No. Ovi and stuff. I think Ovi sound of... off. By the way, everyone, um, uh, give give props to Ovi. She's been managing uh, the lifeblood, literally the lifeblood the of this show. She she this show. makes this show happen. Ovi, do you it's think true. this is a redo? And your honest producer opinion? She's gonna let us know right
1: now if this is a redo. off.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: yes it is. All right, Ovi. She said it first. All right. you well, want to start you know. from zero here? No. Well, yeah. No. no. I would. I would love to do that. Actually. No, Hunter. This is this fine. is a boring episode. No, it's not, dude. It's it not is hilarious. And also, my camera fucked up. I need to see what's going on with the no, camera, brother.
0: We just spent wow. an hour doing this. We're not throwing this away. Come on.
1: Come on. You're a person. What if we What if we save the episode? We save this. And then <laughs> yeah, shut the we'll, fuck up with that. And dude. then we'll release it in <laughs> micro doses. You, you
0: gotta learn how to be vulnerable, dude.
1: Oh. Why? Because, man, it, look, I've had some embarrassment. If I would, if, if it was, here's the thing. And I'm sorry to cut you off. Here's the thing. I would love to be vulnerable with you privately. Because to me, putting this out there online stuff just feels inappropriate. Feels like um it's, it, it, it feels, it's just, I, it, it, it comes, it makes me uncomfortable knowing that that's going to come off that way or something. I don't know. No. Versus, I would love to have a heart to heart with you or even Ovi. No, no. It would be very so, odd if I, if I had a heart to heart with Ovi because she'd be like, this is a lot to unpack out of nowhere No, <laughs> or whatever. But, but.
0: but here's the thing, dude. I've had, so every performer, dude, has had a vulnerable moment online. I'd say there are very few performers who haven't had some moment where they, express their real feelings and i think that humanizes a person and it's all right because you can probably count the amount of times you've spoken this way so i think uh i think it's fine and i think there's no strong case for a redo here i think it's a uh, fucking cody and i have lamented many times on on tmg show i fucking the only times i've just been like dude i'm fucked on youtube i'm like i i you know i'm fucked i'm i'm just le- <laughs> i'm losing it and then times i've come in the studio i've been like hey man we we hit a million it's been a minute oh yeah Dang. so dude there there like right before i i started my tour i had this whole bonus episode where i just like was depressed saying you know, I don't know where I'm gonna go. I don't even know if there's a point to stand up. I fucking I used to care about it, but does it even matter? And this and that. I had a whole cry. I had a whole crybaby moment, and then, you know.
1: Well, that's what I mean, though. At the same time, is like I would rather confide in somebody like that because then it's like it is ever changing and it's ever flowing and stuff. But I don't know. We're not even ten episodes in. Is I guess is the other thing. That's fine. Maybe if it was episode, maybe if it was episode like one oh something, and I'm like, you know what, guys, it's been a while. You know, the it's been a t- it's been a treacherous road ahead. And let me just be real with you. You know what I mean? That kind of thing.
0: Yeah, sure, dude. But you've also um, been animating a very large channel for like at least like fucking how many years is it now? Four.
1: Ah, uh, something, something like that.
0: Yeah, dude, that's a long ass time. Fuck out of here.
1: Damn. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I mean, Ovi said that she was, she said to scrap it. So I don't know. I just, <laughs> so no, 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 I don't know how to tell you. <laughs> nice try, dude. My dogs, they're, they're whining. My, my wife just got home. You know how I goes. really, I really need my studio space, dude. Yeah. Well, how long? I'm, fun- ready? I'm, I'm finding how how much I hate my dogs and how much I hate. <laughs> By having to actually be around them. What do they do to you? Your dogs are cute. Yeah, they're just whining. You ever just look at your dog just doing like a dog thing? You're like, I'm a, oh, you kind of just slowly figure out that you're not a dog person. That's, that's awful, man. Come on. What? You never thought that? You've never thought like that?
0: No, but let me tell you what I do think sometimes. Hmm. Ollie is such a, he's such a, you know, you know, little, he's always perpetually a puppy, you know. Mm. And he's very needy. And I definitely go through periods where I I don't want to, you know, I like, I've had moments where I've avoided him because I know if I look at him, he's going to look at me and be like, hey, 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 mm. stay with me. And it's just, it's, it's too much.
1: I mean, it's gotta be normal, right? I mean, people talk about how they want to kill their kids. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I look at my bassa hound some days and he's just howling. Right. right, all, all day,
2: <laughs>
1: and I think and I pictured myself, and I think about me wearing like big thick boots, and just fucking stomping them oh right in the back, of, right in the middle of his fucking God, spine, God, dude. crushing them, crushing them like a toothpaste bottle. Oh my! Not that I would ever, God, not that I would ever do that. But see, that's the thing. That's what I mean. Is like I can see and when people are like, "Yeah," I mean, I I fantasize about drowning my child. I'm like, I, "Yeah." Yeah, I get it, because it's annoying. I love them, but they're annoying. Yeah, and you know, have I thought of detailed ways of how I would torture or kill my dog? Yes, I have. I want yo. How many? How many? Um, hours have I spent thinking about it? A lot. (laughs) Yeah. No. How many?
0: Do you think like like Neanderthal or or like early humans? How many? How many of those do you think when society wasn't very defined and their kid just kept like just you know mewing and. Wine in, and how many think? Do you just kind of dragged it to the side of a, a cliff, just looked over its shoulder, and then just y- and just chucked it, and then oh, just went back to a the group.
1: What a, what a time to be alive, too. <laughs> Fire just came out. The wheel, that concept was kind of getting. You know, that was coming out. You can just kind of fucking throw whatever <laughs> you had just off a cliff. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be a fantastic time to be alive. It'd just kick a seven-year-old over the hill, just like I don't yeah. think so. Just, it's just not even your, not even your seven-year-old. Just a seven-year-old that's a, just generally. Being in the line. <laughs> Do you think? Uh, I mean, I you know, I think I I I also it, it's a very clear indicator that I'll never have children because of these dogs. Yeah, you think it's but if, if you, I if rap- I can't handle if I can't handle a dog, there's no way I should be responsible for a child.
0: I don't know. You're kind of, you're kind of a, you're kind of a softy. I think if, uh, if a fucking, <coughs> a bloody <coughs> uh, crawled up into your arms. Yeah. I don't know, man. Actually, you might hate it.
1: I hate, I hate babies. I don't like the look of babies. I, didn't I don't, there's there's no, never once have I looked at a child and it, 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 like a, a baby or, wait, no, wait, no, I remember, I remember you saying of, this. Yes. I remember you saying this. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I just there's no there's no rhyme or reason. I look at my cousin's children, I'm disgusted. <sighs> I look at I look at strangers in the park and stuff. I see these babies and like they're just stupid. I just I I I'm just so disgusted by the idea of a child that to think that I'd have my own, I just it would be emotional torture. And then the the, the baby would grow up and hate me and it would be a vicious cycle. I would be a burden into the world also i have to give consciousness to a being oh my god isn't this nice brownies are so good aren't they yep also you're gonna die one day <laughs> think about that well what does that mean i don't even know i i have no idea have bro. fun be, have fun being afraid of that for the rest of your life hopefully you know, you know cancer hopefully that doesn't get you
0: bro so you know what i mean I, yes so one day I always, like I always love telling this fucking story about how I had this uh, existential crisis at like eight years old. Mm. I I was supposed to like go to school or something, and I just realized like that morning I was gonna die one day. Yeah, and I started crying. It and happens to everybody. I, I had it's this such... I had this childhood bear that was like huge and it was about my size, and I was just hugging it, <laughs> crying into it. And my dad's like, "What? What? What was going on, buddy?" And I'm like, "I don't want to die." Mm -hmm. I'm going to die, so I don't want to (laughs) die. My dad just kind of put his hand on my back, and he's like, okay, buddy. Well, I'm late for work, so. Exactly.
1: Let's go ahead and wrap it up. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Wrap wrap, wrap it up. My dad did something very similar. I watched this movie called The Fourth Kind. (laughs) I think is what it was called. Let me look this up. Because The Fourth Kind means the, uh, it's like the, Contact with aliens. Right. Whatever right, right. it means. Like, it, contact. But in that movie, at the end of that movie, growing up in the Bible Belt, we weren't super religious, but I went through this period when I was younger where I had a friend that was really religious and we would go to church and, you know, just very impressionable kid. And I, uh, I remember I watched this movie and at the, at the end of the movie, the alien person is like, there is no God. And like, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And that was like, whenever it really hit me and I went up to my dad and I was like, fucking like bawling. I was like, ah. There's no fire. When they die, nothing happens. And he was like, yes, that's right. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what I was like, well, what, what happens? He's like, nothing, not a thing. I mean, it was like so to the point and so cold that it it like was so fucking haunting for a while. And my dad would just like make fun of me for like the next like three, like three months. Just sitting there, because in the movie, the a, a, a fixture in the movie is like a white owl it was yeah. like an indicator that aliens are there. Yeah, and he put he put a fucking stuffed white owl in my, You're in my room. you
0: hitting, bro.
1: <laughs> put a stuffed white deal in the deal, like that kind of stuff. And he was just like. <laughs> And and he kept and he did this meme where he had he had this watch on. He would just tap it like times times up kind of thing, and he would do that. And that's how. And I and I and I just remember even consciously then being like, I would hate to have this burden. Like I would hate to make a life and then have them have to have this feeling.
0: It's the worst feeling. But yeah, but what if your kid ends up being like some fucking psycho, like a uh, fear deficient rock climber kid and then you have no guilt and you're like hey son you know you could die doing that and he's like yeah
1: i'd be like well first off that's not my son there's no way that would come from me <laughs> there's there's no way if anything i'd be like okay so your mother cheated <laughs> i don't know who you are but you're not of my blood you're fucking six <laughs> what are you talking about Listen am. to your dad your dad didn't give a fuck about death my dad, I I think he does. I think it's I think it's the cruel act of it's just the truth. And I think he's afraid. Okay. I think yeah. I think it's one of those things where people are like, I mean, I don't give a fuck. But as soon as the day comes, or you have those, you know what really happens is you're laying. Everybody has this feeling where you're laying down and you're in bed, and then like that that thought just kind of starts yeah. creeping in. What now? Hold on. Back up back, up. back up.
0: Hold on. Now mm-hmm. I'm just la- dying laughing at the idea of your kid getting older. And hmm. the more you look at it, the more you start to frown because you notice as, as the older he gets, like, his features are growing. And it's like, why do you have natural abs? Yeah. And then you get a little older and he's like, I want to get into rock climbing, dad. And you're like, that's not something that's in the family. And then by the time he's this fucking, you know, just 14 year old, you can see the makings of a just a psycho fearless rock climber. And then you just on his 14th birthday, you're just looking across the room. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. It's just like, uh I'm going to go get the, uh I'm going to go get You know the I do? I take a small, I take a small needle and I prick him on the back of the neck <laughs> and I do a little DNA test. <clears throat> and you know what the thing too I would do is think is I think that I'd, I would probably be so lazy I probably wouldn't even go through with it. I'd prick him in the neck and be like, ow! And I'm like, uh-oh, hornet. And I'd sit there and I'd take that blood and I would just, I'd, I'd have it but I'd be like, you know what? I bet you it's—he's not mine. It would probably be that thing, man. Just assume, <laughs> and then I would get divorced. Um, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> and I would just go—that'd <laughs> be the end of it. i be like, sorry, bud. Just You're get now, out of there. Buddy. Sorry, bud.
0: Damn. Do you like? Yeah, I guess wouldn't that? I guess in your case that would excite you because then you get
1: to escape. I feel like I'd be bummed for a bit. I mean, first off, I just put 14 years into a kid that's not even mine. I'd be, pretty, that'd yeah. be pissed. I, you know, yeah. people are like, oh, I don't care. He's not mine, but he's, I'm going to love him like he's my own. I don't think I'd be able to do that. Once again, narcissistic tendency. Building the case. Building, building the case. I think if but, I, I would just be so bitter, I don't think it, it would, I, I, I wouldn't even hold resentment towards the child. I'd just be so bitter. Yeah. That I just, I mean, like, fuck, man. Bro, okay.
0: Have you ever, is there a horror movie that you can recall, I'm, I'm, I'm sure this has been done already, but like where the, the monster is just
1: like really fast? What? Like a horror, horror movie where the monster is really fast?
0: Yes, yes. Like it's just, it's key characteristic characteristics are it's violent and it's very fast.
1: You could say Dawn of the Dead, 2004, zombies. They're fast. All right. If you're talking about like light speed fast, now. No.
0: Okay. I, I want to tell it to you after we're done, but I have an idea for a short that I think we could make for cheap.
1: Why don't you say it now? Let the viewers decide.
0: Okay. Well, I just, I don't know. You know, I, I feel like I always have this paranoia that there's just this one guy who works for a big studio that laughs at us and he's like, <laughs> you just fucked up. And then they <laughs> oh, go like, and make it. He's going to steal the idea. Like, well, it's not that he could steal it. Like, he's just like, that is a pretty good idea, buddy. And we're going to make it better because we have more money and more experience and more mm, talent over here. That's and, true. Uh, you'll never get to make that cool because we're going to beat you to it and we're going to do it better than you ever, would have ever done it. That could be a but, thing.
1: I mean, that's, that's probably that paranoia probably is justified, honestly.
0: So, yeah, cut out this
1: part, but I'll tell you. So, <laughs> makes me think of the movie The Descent. You ever seen that one? No. It's a movie about cave divers and they're stuck in a cave. They're going mm-hmm. through. And this species of people have been down there so long that they're blind and they've they've like inbred, they've like they're these yeah. like fucking like mon like literal like humanoid monsters that have lived in this cave and they're blind and they like listen to, you know, uh listen to yeah. crawl around. But the yeah. aspect of it though that makes it the movie interesting is the tight spaces of the cave, you know, yes. them hiding. It's like the cave's dark, they have limited resources, all that kind of stuff. So you have to yeah. find you have to find some kind of gimmick that makes a fast predator more interesting
0: right that's fair yeah i was only just fixated on this um this just these uh, this idea of this thing where it's like you can see it coming and you have nowhere to go but you kind of have to keep
1: going out of like instinct even the idea so. of like sure you can have that that can be something but to build yeah. suspense and have an actual story, because now you're just describing a 30-second video of some yeah. random monster attacking somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus well, if you had the two people picnicking, and then, like, let's say a fucking, I don't know, a mantis stabs the guy in the hand, and he slowly turns into <laughs> a mantis. <laughs> And he's like, Run! oh god, whatever. And she's freaking right. out, and then she, but he has the keys of the car, so she's trying to figure out what the fuck she's gonna do. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Granted, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. surface level, pretty stupid idea, but at yeah. least now you have the gimmick of this man is like, maybe he's conflicted, he doesn't want to kill her, he's part of himself, but he's turning into a bug,
0: yeah, right?
1: Yeah, no, I know, I it, it completely that idea completely lacks the visual story, but- is fun. Yeah. And it's a fun that's, visual. That, I, I mean, anybody sitting there, the real, the slow realization of like, what is what is that? Right? And it's just yeah. like bucking at them, barreling yeah. towards them. Yeah. That's fun. Also, the problem, too, with uh, having things be fast is you can't. it's very hard to build tension with speed. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's usually yep. why a lot of things are lumbering and they're like are taking their time. Yeah. Because they're just, you know, it's the anticipation yeah. Versus if you started the shot and it's people out in the middle of nowhere, they're looking up at the sky and like you kind of do, uh, you keep doing like cut back and forth with like, you keep doing cut back and forth with like, uh, the forest and then them. And it's like you, the viewer know that something is barreling towards these people at such yeah. a giant speed that that builds yeah. tension. It's kind of like the same thing with like, uh, they that, that, that quote Hitchcock said where he was like, you know, uh, you could show a diner, and then all of a sudden there's an explosion, and it has two seconds of shock. Or you cut into the diner, and then you show the bomb under the table first, and then you are listening to these people's conversation. And you're building this tension yep. of, like, stop talking about nothing and get the fuck out of there. There's a bomb. So you're building all this tension kind of thing, right? So there's that.
0: I wonder if there's something interesting, too, where even though the thing is fast, maybe the landscape, it like it scales to its speed. So in a way it makes it lumbering and you're like, you, the viewer know this thing, like in, in, in the way that, you know, like a bomb can go off at any time. Like you, the viewer know this thing is like very fucking fast and rapid, but you know, you know, the victims like don't even know it's coming or like maybe they see it and they keep moving and it's like this thing where they can always kind of see it in the distance, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but this is all, this
1: is all good stuff. I was just thinking. I mean, even just the aspect of having a crackhead chase after you is horrifying. So you could do that, <laughs> and you could make it. You could make it funny, where they're like, "He only has so much crack," but the guy keeps pulling out crack rocks, <laughs> and, he, and he keeps and he keeps smoking, and it makes him faster. And then he gives something to his buddy, and then like now it's two crackheads chasing after you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, m- maybe we'll we'll. Yeah, we just make that and everyone's like this sucks, but then we get hit up by um by a tr No, by Truth or whoever it is, the anti-vaping company and they're like, "Love what you did here. We would love to co-opt
1: this into a campaign." <laughs> yeah. This is a great drug anti-drug PSA.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're like, "Oh, man." <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's it's cool because it's fast and it's like It's like, they're like, yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's awesome, man. It's, it's going to work great. Like we really think the kids are, you know, it's going to, it's going to speak to them. It's going to get them off the vapes and stuff.
1: (laughs) Off the vapes and stuff. Yeah. Very nice. Well, Hey, I was just trying to burn tire, dude. Dude. I like that you burnt tire. I can smell it. I like it. Yeah. I feel like I'm at the track. Do you? Yeah. It's nice.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, that'll conclude this uh very deep, very vulnerable, very uh exciting episode of Stretch and Fate. Hunter, do you have any um
1: <laughs> Do you have any uh thoughts now that your camera's dead? If you guys don't come back, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck
2: out of here. <laughs>